Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. Today, we're down here at the Spokane Library. Uh, we just made it through some devastating fires um, a lot of people have lost their homes uh, people are trying to just see where they go from here and uh, I think it's just apropos that we have an amazing person here to talk about an organization that is doing just incredible good across Spokane and really trying to find need and meet the need and it's, it's just a real pleasure today we have Jackson Riley executive director of leadership Spokane Jackson Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, just a terrible week. I know for everyone who doesn't know, it's just major fires here in Spokane. Uh, you'll all know by by the time this airs, but uh, the Elk Fire, called the Oregon Road up uh, north of Spokane, and the Gray Fire out of Medical Lake, just tremendous devastation all around. And just the communities trying to, you know, support and see what they can do. Mm-hmm. I know, and in Leadership Spokane, you said there's 60 people in... 64. 64. We started class last night. We had the um, orientation last night, um, so retreat, September 14, 15. And you're already starting out with a challenge? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, that's how we roll. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what? So. What? Uh, what are you thinking? Where can the class help? So uh, I attended an event this week for um, Medical Lake that was a fundraiser put on by the Firefighters Benevolence Fund. And uh, while I was there, I spoke to um, Jerry Johnson, who runs the Reimagine Medical Lake Foundation. And she um, asked, she, she told me about a winter festival that they host every winter. And that normally includes an elf village, which are a whole bunch of tiny houses built by local people, uh, local craftsmen. Um, yeah, they put it right in the park, right next to City Hall there. Little yeah. picket fences, uh-huh. lights, decorations, the whole, like, they're, it's super elaborate. And those were all stored and well-organized in a warehouse that now does not exist. It burnt down. So they have people that that have a strong feeling for this and, and that would like to rebuild it, but they don't have enough hands. Um, so we do community service projects. We do six community service projects every single year. Our class breaks into small groups. And, uh, last night I presented the idea to the class. They make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. We don't make decisions for them, but I presented to the class that this might be a, a really excellent community service project, but we got to get going. Right. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Well, winter festival starts on December 9th. They've oh. already picked the date. So, you know. Oh, yeah. For those of you that keep the, <laughs> the Christmas list and you know how many days until Christmas, uh, December 9th. Super quick. Uh, side note, I have some friends who are like that. I bet we all do. Who keep the Christmas list. Yes. Do you yeah. keep the Christmas list? I don't. Neither do I. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Those of you who do, I wish I did. much love. Yep. Thank yeah. you for keeping us up to date. I wish I was organized. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 No doesn't happen anyway side note well that's amazing though that yeah just to be able to kind of work on um something to help the community something that brings so much joy and it's just really hard right that the community isn't has other things that they need to work on right now so to be able to take that off that's really cool so hopefully they will um hopefully they they will choose that um 
in addition to that, though, one of the things that I always tell people uh, are the is the magic of Leadership Spokane um, is that we put people in the room together and then things happen that maybe wouldn't have happened before. And one of the people that is in our class this year is the general manager of GEG1, which to many people that doesn't mean anything, right. but that is the Amazon Fulfillment Center on the West Plains. And he came up to me after class and he said, hey, I need the contact information for that reimagined lady because I've got something for her. Well, I don't know what he's got, but something I hope that it's magnificent yeah. and I hope that it really helps her program. In addition to that, while I was at the um, event, uh, STCU gave her a $10,000 donation wow. to help get that uh, that project off the ground. So they got money. They got ideas. Yeah. They just need hands. Well, so that is the magic of the Leadership Spokane program. So maybe those of us, you know, who are listening that just have never heard of it before, mm -hmm. like what what is the program? How long has it been around? All right. Leadership Spokane was founded in the autumn of 1982. Long time ago. Yeah. Uh, programs like this were started on the East Coast, and some people from here went to the East Coast and said, wow, these look cool. Um, at that time, there was we were the 44th program, program created. However, so now, early then. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were, you know, trendsetters. Um, and now there's about 800 in the nation. Yeah, we just came back from the conference, so. What's a conference like? To, I'm just, I'm curious. Like all these people trying to make their communities better. I bet that feels pretty good when you're there. Yeah, it's super cool. There's, everyone's there because they want to make their communities better. And the other thing that's really cool is a lot of people, so like if you're a plumber, you walk down the street, you meet another plumber, you talk to them. Well, when you're a leadership program, there's usually one per city. So you never walk down the street and meet the person running the other leadership program. Right. Um, and he, and at the conference, you get to say, hey, man, I've got this problem. What do you do? I've got this challenge. I've got this conundrum. What do, what do we do? Um, and so, yeah, share ideas. Sharing ideas and, and all yeah. the different magic that's created. And best practices. Yeah. And, and you get all these brilliant ideas. Yeah. And there's a lot of leeway, fun. right? In each program, each region, kind of yeah. develop it, whatever the community needs. Is that yep. right? Yeah. There's different models all over the country. Absolutely. Yeah. So cool. we are started in 1982. And we have had a class every single year since then. Um, we now have even COVID years, even COVID yeah. years. We had a virtual program and there were many programs across the nation that took a beat during COVID. I, um, uh, I, I will completely admit my team never considered it. Uh, I had I had the most amazing team of people I work with and they were like, oh, no, this is a time when people need they need to be engaged in their community. They need connection. They need relationships. And we're going to keep doing this. So we did. Uh, we did a fully virtual program. Um, and it was successful. One of our uh, folks at Skillskin mm -hmm. was in that, I think it was Ian's class that mm -hmm. year. And he said he had a great experience and still connected to the folks in that class. Yep. And it was virtual. I yep. love that. Yep. They didn't actually, the class of 2021 did not meet in person until their graduation. We were able to arrange an outdoor graduation for them. So um, keeping with COVID protocols, they were able to meet. And they, uh, it was it was really exciting for them to all see each other in person, not just a little box. Let's see. That's incredible. I love that. Well, so what's uh, someone could expect when they, you know, maybe they're applying, they want to be a part of, uh, you know, a class and what could they expect in a given year? All right. So first you would apply, which uh, we open the applications on our website um, in January. Then you would be interviewed and selected. And then class begins in September. And it begins with a two-day retreat at Camp Luther Haven um, to create those relationships between the class. And then you meet once a month 
for 10 months, so until June, through June. Um, and then in addition to that, we augment the learning with two different um, group projects. One that is a group project where you present during class, and then one that is the community service projects that we spoke about previously. And lastly, we offer between 40 and 50 tours of organizations all over our county. That was so, one of my favorite parts uh, was the tours. I couldn't believe all the access really that we cool. got and just yeah. to understand what was happening you know, inside of our community. Like yeah. some of the good, some of the ugly, and also just how innovative some uh, organizations are. Yeah, all the amazing yeah. people and organizations in this city that you just don't know about unless for some reason you have come in contact with them um, really broadens the knowledge of every single person it was transformative for myself i just mm, I'm i glad it sparked something inside of me uh, that i just didn't really know was there and just wanted to be a part of you know moving the needle on good and um, seeing where i could plug in to help and i know that my experience isn't you know all that unnormal, right? People, that's yeah, what the program yeah, that's is. What people say. It yep. sparks it. It's not everyone, but some people, and I love that. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, and the connections that you, you make still connected to lots of folks in my class. And, and then outside of it, too, now it's like, you know, when you find people who are all trying to like work to make the community better, it's just, it's pretty special. Yeah. And a lot of times they're alumni. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for sharing that because it always helps when I, I mean, it, helps you know us do good in the program to hear those things yeah. well 100 percent, it was that way it's like and now i get to tell everyone you know who you know is in our organization if they apply and you know uh, get into the class it's you know i'm always give the advice is like you know find your people like find the folks and the issues that you want to you know work on in your world and they're there yeah because it's just such a cross-section of folks and it, it continues to, you know, it sounds like it broadens every year. Now we have, you know, Amazon who just moved to town, right? Yeah. A few years ago. And now, you know, they're managers in this class. That is yep. good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. What are some of the things that, you know, maybe surprise you about, you know, being the leader? You're like, you're the executive director. You get to bring people in. Like something about the program that just, you know, makes you feel good that you didn't expect. So, I mean, I think, so I celebrated my ninth anniversary last week, right? So last night we started, ninth, we started my 10th class. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a lot of amazing things. Um, I think one of my favorite things about my job is that it does keep me really connected to all of the people doing good in our community. And I like to tell a story about uh, my significant other works at home and does not have colleagues that are in, even in our time zone. Um, and sometimes he will get down on the, the world, right? Oh, bad things are happening everywhere. Because he only gets, the only input he gets is from the media right. or, or just from me telling him something. And, uh, and I have the opposite opinion all the time. I, I'm always like, there's so many people doing so many amazing, cool things. And um, every year we have more applications than we can take. And we have a committee that comes together and they... They look at all the application materials for these individuals that are, that are asking to be in Leadership Spokane, and it's so hard to select the class. I bet. Um, because they're such incredible humans. I mean, they're just doing these things like helping people, and and uh, um, it's just 
it's overwhelming how amazing they are, but it always keeps that positive attitude in your heart and your head that you meet all those people. Now, I got to meet your significant other on a like little side project. Maybe you helped him get into it. We were uh, working at, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the school. It's out in the valley. It's like a tech school out there. Yeah. And we were helping some engineering students uh, get some projects to the finish line. And COVID stopped it, but it was like, that was fun. Yeah, he and yeah. yeah. Oh, you could tell yeah. his uh, his group was doing some awesome stuff. I was like, I'm always looking over the shoulder. I was like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he loves sharing his skills. So. Heck yeah. Well, yeah. then you get to help, you know, plug people in, right? To, you know, the different parts. Cause you just, you have a unique perspective on what's happening here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like connecting, you know, the Reimagine Medical Lake people with Amazon. I know. That, that is just, a, how is that? Yeah. yeah that's, that's just like amazing. A, a regular thing. I have people, I have alumni call me all the time saying, hey, I need a, can you help me? connect to so-and-so and um and uh we regularly do that yeah absolutely um uh and people often uh will ask me if i can write them letters of referral because they know when they're applying to do amazing things um they know that leadership spokane has connections um everywhere i mean really and it is so amazing and then the other thing that i really love is the things that come out of uh things that we don't realize will happen. So for example, we have an alumni that comes to our program every year and he provides what, uh, at the retreat, he provides a $10 challenge. He gives every single, he's unbelievably generous. We'll just say that right up front. Well, he, we know him. He was on the show. This is Dirk. Yep, yeah. Dirk Bastrick. Yeah. And he gives everyone in the class $10 and he says, I'd like you to take this $10 and go do something good because $10 can change a person's day. And I know that. So, um, Last year and the year before, the class decided to put their $10 together. I thought and, that was genius, by the way. And then fundraise <laughs> and do something amazing. Now, none of this is driven by me. It is just those people that are in the room together and given that opportunity, right? It's like anything else in life, when you get an opportunity, it's what you do with it, right? Like I always compare opportunities to hammers. I could give you a hammer yeah. and you could build a house, or you could hit yourself in the head with it, right? <laughs> True. It's just an opportunity. So the first year that they did it, um, they did this huge fundraising thing, and they ended up sponsoring two rooms at the Ronald McDonald House for a year. Amazing. Last year, they were able to help some local refugees um, by um, sourcing some sewing machines, and they were going to go buy sewing machines with their money, but then all these people said, wait, I've got a sewing machine. It's barely okay. used. Here it is. So they got the sewing machines. And these are for these refugees to make a living, right? They needed sewing machines to make a living because they all know how to sew. And that, that is how they wanted to make their living. But they didn't have the tool. Wow. Um, but then because they didn't have to spend money on the sewing machines, um, the group also needed laptops. So they bought them laptops. And they were able to help these people with the tools that they need to be able to make a living um, and, you know, chase their their uh, American dream like all of us are. And that just is created just by putting people in a room together, yep. sharing, you know, that, hey, big things are possible and just letting that bubble and the magic comes from that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a fun job. I do have a fun <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. That's cool. What... 
drove you to you know be a part of leadership Spokane in the first place like was it just chance or um sort of I have a background. Like lots of things in life, right? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, I have a background in adult education. And uh, I was um, looking, I was working in Moses Lake. And that, but I lived here. Which oh, that's a long commute. Not so great. <laughs> and I was looking for a new opportunity. And I've always admired Leadership Spokane and all the amazing things that they did in the community. And they, the previous executive director was retiring. And they were hiring curriculum director and a new executive director. And so we started within one week of each other in 2014. And then the executive director uh, moved on to a different organization, the Girl Scouts. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I applied and was selected as the new executive director. So uh, it was just a wonderful kind of turn of events. It just all fell into place. Yeah. Had you ever heard about like servant leadership before you got connected to the program? I had not. Yeah. Nope. I hadn't either. I didn't know it was my brand. Like yeah. I was yeah. like, this is what describes me. I just I had, it was nice like one of those out. yeah, first things I didn't have the words that, you know, described what my style was like. And I was like, Oh wow, this is it. And it was uh again those transformative moments. Yeah. It's like here we go. Yeah. I was just working with our youth program this week explaining to them servant leadership. By the way, our daughter's in the youth program this oh, yeah. uh, this year, Savannah. It's like, yeah. I just, uh, I'm real proud of her um, kind of stepping out of her comfort zone because she's like, I don't want to be seen by anyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and just to be able to be like, okay, yeah, I want to be a part of it. She wants to be in service, but she does not want to be seen. So, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm sure lots of 17-year-olds feel that way. But, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, talk about the kids program. Yes. Like, that's cool. So our kids program started in 1996. We take uh, sophomores, juniors, and seniors from anywhere in the county, um, home school, private school, public school. They're all welcome. And uh, um, we open applications for that in March every year. And then their classes begin in August. And uh, we have a one-day retreat for them. And then I always like to say it's like our adult program. If you left it in the dryer too long and it shrank. So <laughs> they also learn all about the community and they get tours of all kinds of places. They meet in different places every month. And, uh, and we talk to them about servant leadership and hope that some of it um, sinks in. And, um, and again, it's opportunity. We had a young woman in last year's class. And on the last day of class, very often we're hosted by the spokesman review. And Rob Curley, the editor, um, hosts the kids, and he teaches, talks to them about the community and how special Spokane is and how amazing it is. And um, he has a program for summer internships um, for, for young people who are interested in journalism. And one of our graduates from last year met him, Just got right really interested, there. talked to him yeah. that night, and she was a summer intern this year. Super Incredible. cool. So Super uh, cool. these opportunities open up for connection to be able to, you know, help grow these next generation of leaders. Yeah. Yeah. 1996. Yep. See, I love Spokane. We're always just trying to, you know, be on the edge of something new and uh, trying to do something big. And oftentimes, like we succeed, right? Yeah. And that's just good times. 
Well, so um, you were talking about being uh, an honorary commander earlier, too. It's like, I'm really curious about that because we work out on the Air Force Base. Oh, I know. And, I see uh, your veins. Right? Yeah, yeah. skills kid. Um, what does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the honorary commander program is really just a brilliant idea. And the, um, the base reaches out to people in the community and asks them if they would consider being an honorary commander and you're um, attached to a specific unit. So um, this, uh, so several years ago, uh, right before COVID actually, um, they reached out to me and asked me if I would like to be the honorary commander for the um, Sears. Now, many people don't know what the Sears are, but they do know that there's a survival school right. at Fairchild. And that's what the Sears are. They are... Um, the group that runs the survival school. And I am an urban human. <laughs> um, and I said, uh, you might have the wrong person. I will not be eating bugs. Yeah, do not send me to those woods. Not, I, don't, I don't camp. As far as I'm concerned, camping means the door to your room opens outside instead of to a hallway. Um, so then the colonel called me, um, which is his second only to the base commander and, and a very... It was a great honor that he called me and, and asked me if I would please reconsider. And so, of course, I did. Naturally. Um, yeah. So I became the honorary commander for the 336 TRG, and it has been an incredible honor. I've learned so much about what they do. They are – I don't even have words for how hard these people work and the risks they take uh -huh. for our country. It is uh, – it's – really humbling i was watching them train them. yesterday they had a helicopter and some harness and they were jumping to the harness i was like yeah this is crazy yeah yeah, yeah. So, and that's just like the tiniest little moment of what the whole program is right so, you're the perfect person for this because oh, you can help translate you. you know to everyone else you know what they're trying to do right so they do a briefing yeah. for our class every year so we can get that translation out into the world, right? So every year they come and they do a briefing for the class and tell the class what they do. And uh, then they provide a tour for the, for the class so they can go out and see what they do. And it, it is just amazing. Like they do these, this water rescue training. Um, I'm a person who loves to swim. This is uh -huh. not my idea of a good time, right? <laughs> You're fully clothed, wearing a helmet, in the water, trying to get into a raft, and then trying to get into a, a fuselage and using a harness and being pulled up. And yeah, it's while people are spraying Terrifying. Water, while people are spraying fire hoses at you, and there's a wave machine yeah. and loud music. And um, it is, it's, and that's just one little tiny piece of their training. It's, it's really amazing. So there are honorary commanders for every unit, um, and they help connect the community to Fairchild and help educate the community and do anything we can to support them and uh, um, make life better for them. That's and cool. Make that those connections stronger between the base and um, the Spokane community, so it's not so siloed. Well, it makes sense. And is it true? Like I kept here and forever it's like the largest employer in Spokane County is the base I know it's one of them yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's like they're just such a big part of life and all the yeah. folks that retire like my neighborhood yeah. you know they're all spent time at Fairchild at one point or another yeah and, and how what back. a compliment right they they get stationed all kinds of places 
and then they retire. They can choose anywhere, and they choose us. I mean, that that's a that's a huge compliment. It's true. Yeah. Why do you choose Spokane? Why is this your your town? Yeah. Um, my parents chose Spokane when I was in high school, and I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I did not think it was the best idea they ever had. <laughs> Where'd you travel at that from? Time. We came from Southern Oregon okay. and California, and uh, then I moved away, and uh, and then I came back. Um, and Spokane is. I always tell people that I think Spokane is in a sweet spot. Right. We've got all the cool things. We've got great restaurants. We've got great concerts. We've got the beautiful nature. We don't have horrific traffic. Right. We don't have all those things. And uh, I just I love our downtown and all the things there are to do. Um, and there's so many people here that value. I have relatives that live a lot of other places and they come here and they're like, wow, these are the most beautiful parks I've ever seen. This is such a beautiful city. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, because they come from places that didn't value those parks. And so they're gone. Yeah, exactly. It's all private land. Mm-hmm. Uh, wife's family just came up from Kentucky and it was the similar experience. They were just like, where do you live? This place is amazing. Right. And it's stuff that, you know, maybe I've taken for granted for a long time because I've been here forever too. And it's yeah. like... Um, I guess I also took the smell of pine trees for granted. Ah. So, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah. Like, it smells so good. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh. Huh. Yeah, there, yeah, this community is awesome. We've been, like I said, we've been here a long time, too, and just love this place. What's in, like, again, you get to see a lot of different um you know, areas of need, people who are helping, making those connections. Do you have any like big dreams for Spokane or something that, you know, maybe you're like, hey, Spokane, you could do better or work on? Yeah. Well, I think we can, all of us and our city can always do better. Right? No doubt. We can always take care of those who have less. We can always um, help those who, in, who have tragedy like the fires um and we can support the people that are doing the good right i mean there's a lot of people doing a lot of good and supporting them and saying hey man what can i do to help like maybe i don't want to be the tip of the spear right but what can i do back here to support you and uh um, i always think that's one of the things that leadership spokane does because there's people with these great ideas but they don't know how to execute them yep and then we put them in the room with these people that they didn't know because they don't work in the same business sector. And that is what gets it off the ground is they find out how those two areas can work together that normally don't ever work together. Um, because when we build a class for Leadership Spokane, our goal is to have someone from every business sector, and that's nonprofit, for-profit, education, government, everywhere. So with all those people in the room, um, those great ideas get launched Yes, they do. Your program gets to be a part of that magic. And just we're just super grateful that you get to help uh, train those next leaders, the next generation. And yeah, any parting thoughts? Um, thank you so much for having me as a guest. I appreciate it. Jackson. Um, and thank you so much for the kind words about Leadership Spokane. Oh, yeah, it was an amazing I, experience. Anyone who's thinking about this right now, you're like, hey, what's going on? Go check out the website. Go talk to your friends. See what's going on at Leadership Spokane. Um, it's a heck of a community. 
really a great way to plug in to do good in, in here in Spokane and the surrounding areas. And yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Jackson, thanks for joining us. Thanks.